Damn. Because I loved the original. I think you just yeah. can't. I think you just shouldn't look at them as two things to compare them to each other. Like they're very different films. I know. It's yeah, got one was good and one was worse. <laughs> BTS facts. <laughs> yeah, this is our segment where we talk about beloved K-pop group BTS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just couldn't go a whole episode without mentioning them. Hi, this is Flixers. This is a podcast where we watch bad Netflix films and we try to fix them. But not this this episode. This episode's a bit different. But I'm Helena. And I'm Rosie. And this episode, we watch Glass Onion with a very special guest. Hi, I'm Sophie. <laughs> Hi, Sophie. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's me. Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Tech billionaire Miles Braun invites his friends for a getaway on his private Greek island. When someone turns up dead, Detective Benoit Blanc is put on the case. Okay. Do we have one word reviews? I think as our special guest, you should go first, Sophie. Oh, okay. I I spent the I spent the past fifteen minutes before we started recording trying to come up with one. <laughs> <laughs> um and I think I think my final one my final one word review is um twenty twenty. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's very 2020. Yeah. That was a strong one. In a good way and yeah, mostly a good way. There's definitely been some media where I'm like, can we move past this please? Yeah, it was like a tasteful 2020. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would like to respectfully disagree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I remember hearing like Ryan Johnson started writing it like during the pandemic so I think that was part yeah. of it as well where he was like bro I need my boy Benoit Blanc back like <laughs> he was just doing this for comfort <laughs> I thought it was painfully 2020 I'm not gonna lie I think that would put me off re-watching it yeah mm. it, I feel like some parts of it were but like some parts of it I just remember thinking like wow this is so true like it was in 2020 <laughs> yeah I mean, it was fine for the first time, but I feel like if I watched it again, like, I don't think it has the same rewatch quality as the first Knives Out did. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's my take too, because <laughs> I didn't enjoy it as much the second time. It's a very different experience watching it the second time around. Like, very different. Okay, come on, Rosie, what's your one-word review? Oh, I was, I was going to let you go next, but I can go next. Uh <laughs> Mine is goofy, so I think you should go first. <laughs> Wait, it is goofy. My word isn't or goofy, it's but goofy. the word oh. is <laughs> the word itself is goofy. Hey, uh, my one word review is Janelle Monet, if you're listening, I'm free on Thursday if you'd like to get married on Thursday when I'm free to get married. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. Yeah, that's very true. That was all one word, by the way. Listen. <laughs> I have a lot of love. <laughs> there is enough to go round. <laughs> oh, my one word review was Among Us. Or one word. <laughs> that was going to be mine. <laughs> the scream I scrumped when <laughs> Among Us showed up on screen. <laughs> it was, it was that was so surreal. It yeah. really was. That was pushing it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> accurate though, because like that part of 2020, like everyone was like obsessed with Among Us. So, oh my gosh, 
it makes sense. True. Do we know if that was Angela Lansbury and Stephen Sondheim's like last on-screen appearances? I think so. Yeah, I think uh, Stephen Sondheim had like another one as well, but I think that's the last one he like filmed. He apparently was like that's begging wild. to be in it. He was like, "Please put me in this film." <laughs> And they were like, you can play Among Us, I guess. <laughs> R.I.P. King. It was either that or like having him at Birdie's party, which I think would have been not the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that party, I know we're not there yet, but that was totally based on Kim Kardashian's 2020 birthday, right? Like, I mean, probably. Like, so much of Birdie is like remembering. Um, like her face mask as well like the Lana Del Rey face mask oh my god <laughs> oh yeah. my god Lana Del Rey <laughs> oh my gosh Do you, can we have some letterbox reviews please you can indeed okay three and a half stars the B in LGBT stands for Benoit Blanc <laughs> <laughs> four stars casting call for this film be like MILFs and DILFs only <laughs> <laughs> and another four stars Benoit Blanc not being good at Among Us nor Clue is so baby girl of him. <laughs> Slay. Oh my god. I think this is... I, I was looking at the letterbox reviews of like all of my my letterboxed friends. I think this is the only film where like every single person who I follow on Letterboxd has reviewed it. <laughs> and like almost all of them are five or four stars. Yeah, the only, like, negative reviews I saw were people who, like, very clearly identify with Elon Musk. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were so, like, oh. Like Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Or, the, to be fair, or other people were like, this is either trying to say a lot and not achieving that, or trying not to say a lot when but like thinking it's saying a lot if you know what I mean <laughs> mm. wait can I read this review that I'm looking at please do <laughs> yeah, I have one ahead. I want to read as well <laughs> it says, um, Jeremy Renner has more of an impact in this movie than any of the <laughs> Avengers movies <laughs> <laughs> so true also can we just quickly talk about how Knives Out franchise is killing off or severely injuring celebrities <laughs> oh my gosh yeah Jeremy Renner <laughs> He wasn't even in this film, like, physically, and he's still... No. Had he's it. still got... That's why he only got injured. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He survived because he wasn't fully in it. <laughs> I have this one review I need to read. Um, I don't know who it's by because it's just a bunch of emojis as their name, but... I heard Dave... I think I'm looking at... Yeah, sorry, I'm looking at the same one. <laughs> I forgot to say his surname. I heard Dave... I heard Dave Bautista and Edward Norton just start aggressively making out in the middle of this. Hashtag real. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, there's also like the Chives Out one. Yeah. Yeah. We've all seen it. We'll get to that for the title. <laughs> yeah, the Letterbox reviews are so, so choice. Um, it's, it's a great time. <laughs> Do we want to actually, uh, a quick... Um, amendment to our schedule oh do we want to start with our favorite part if we're gonna do our least favorite part later Um. my favorite part's not actually in the film okay (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) my favorite part is from an interview about the film okay where chris pine thinks that hugh grant and daniel craig are married in real life (laughs) so 
I'm saying it's my favourite part of the film because Chris Pine watched that and now thinks it's a documentary. <laughs> like, he thinks that's what they do in real life. Oh my god. Chris Pine, what a himbo. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Chris Evans, but because like, I felt like Chris... Doesn't Chris Evans, like, not have a phone or something? Or am I just completely misremembering? Doesn't he have, like... He used to have a very old iPhone, and now I think he has a newer one. Oh, yeah, that was it. I was going to say, it was you, but, like, my, just he just is so out of, like, touch with, like, internet. He's like, oh, good for Daniel Craig, like, getting married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm not going to lie, I can't start because I don't have any notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was just thinking, choosing, like, a thing I liked to talk about because I have, like, a little oh. list. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, the Hugh Grant, you've kind of mentioned him, so I won't take that as mine, but, like, Hugh Grant cameo. I, The Hugh Grant cameo was when I screamed the loudest in our recording. <laughs> we recorded, <laughs> we watched it together and we recorded, like, a reaction and, like, the audio is not great, but... It's such a loud scream when he showed up. <laughs> Didn't she smash hers up? Oh, yeah. I guess she would have known how to make it up. <laughs> He's got a sourdough starter. <laughs> That's his husband, right? Yeah. It's a huge grant. I screamed a lot also. There was a point um, <laughs> when you first see Miles, like you see him from the side, and you hear me go, Is that Jeremy Renner? <laughs> <laughs> Rosie was like, no, it's Edward Norton. And then I just screamed for some reason. Is that Jeremy Renner? Or was it Miles Teller? No. It's who? Edward Norton. Ah! <laughs> Even though I don't know who Ed- well, I know who Edward Norton is, but like, it doesn't warrant a scream. <laughs> we were extremely excitable yes. during this recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say like the visual kind of, I've called it visual gaslighting, but I don't know what else to call it. And you see it in the first one as well, but, like, reshooting the same scene, but, like, with the actors doing different things to kind of, like, show people's different, like, memories of things, if that makes sense. When I rewatched it, I was like, oh, I need to check if they, like, actually did show that. And, like, they super did. You just don't see it, like, because you're not, like, supposed to. And I was like, oh, my God, that's really cool. And then, like, they show you the cliff again, but different. So, yeah, I really like that. I think it's really cool. I love that. I'm just nodding like you can hear me. <laughs> that is the hardest thing to get used to. Reacting yeah. verbally. Like, gesturing with my I'm hands frantically. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do your favourite part? Me? Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean, I had a lot of favourite parts, I feel like. But I love that they live in a world where Sherlock Holmes is, like, real. <laughs> like, he's just a real guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? And it's Benoit Blanc. Oh, <laughs> it's the equivalent. <laughs> like, can you imagine if that was like us? You can just like go to his house and be like, and you can Google world's greatest detective. <laughs> Good for him. And also like normal people just know him from like his name. Yeah, I love that. It's kind of, I yeah, I just love to imagine living in a world like that. <laughs> With celebrity detectives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what if that was just like I, I, I went to try to think of a celebrity and my eyes moved over to the the hobbit book on my table and i was like yeah tolkien <laughs> well-known celebrity yeah see when you said think for celebrity i was like jeremy renner <laughs> jeremy he's yeah, right there what if jeremy renner was just the world's greatest detective and you could go to his house <laughs> 
you had to go to Jeremy Renner's house. Hey, dude. <laughs> Save him from the snowplow. <laughs> oh my god, that got dark. Oh, he's recovering. Also, it's, it's okay. Sort of, yeah, he's fine. Implies when she went to the house. I like. Has he been doxxed? <laughs> Why is his? Or like, is that his business address? No, okay. Well, Helen she was went like, to his, yeah. she went to his office, but he was closed. So I'm hoping that someone at his office was like, "Babe, you look really stressed. Here's his address. Like, be chill." <laughs> okay, I would be down. firing them. <laughs> he needed Don't the mystery. Don't trust my house. I'm happy in the bath playing Among Us with my husband. Yeah. <laughs> I've also seen so many tweets of people being like, "The post credit shit scene should have been like Benoit testing positive for COVID." yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it's so good have we done everything we normally do before the plot i will say like going into watching this the first time like i had no idea like what this was about at all i didn't even know janelle Monet was in it so like the first like opening kind of scenes are like they were so full of whimsy for me <laughs> so yeah. stupid, but like with the like the whole boxes um i was just like oh my god like what is happening like this is so like magic and then watching it again i was like oh my god this fucking guy he didn't even do it himself oh anyway yeah <laughs> those were my exact thoughts like <laughs> seeing it the first time i was like this is so amazing what's gonna happen <laughs> something like mysterious okay so the show the film is set like it starts may 13th 2020 i think and then the like rest of the sh- film happens on like the weekend i think um yeah but we're introduced to like what are called the disruptors so that's claire i don't remember any names i'm really bad claire who's played by Catherine hahn we have lionel who is a scientist played by leslie odin jr birdie j who is played by kate hudson kate hudson <laughs> i was gonna say Catherine tay and i was like <laughs> no <laughs> a very that different amazing film. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so who is a like model slash influencer kind of like like a a fashion designer yeah um she used to be a model but she's like older now so she does like the fashion stuff dave bautista who plays a guy called duke cody who is a men's right twitch streamer (laughs) and his girlfriend whiskey (laughs) um so like we see them they get these like big boxes and they're like this is so strange but then it's like they open them up and there's puzzles in them. Oh, oh my god, I should also say, if you're listening and you haven't seen the film, maybe go watch the film. <laughs> We're going to spoil the shit them. out of this. Because it's a good film. I, I know Rosie won't agree, but it's an enjoyable film to watch. I do agree. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Yeah, this is by far the best film we've watched for this show. I think the problem is... Okay, I didn't want to get controversial so early on. But... Do you not feel like we're kind of living this right now with like Elon Musk and Twitter and everything? I am not on Twitter. There so. was nothing lovable about Miles Bron, despite being played by, by like Edward Norton, who, as an actor, I love. But I've recently found out apparently he's very difficult to work with and not very nice. So, okay, that aside, <laughs> there was nothing like redeemable about his character. Whereas, and I know I shouldn't compare to the first Knives Out, but Chris Evans' character, he had a little something about him, you know? Did he? Was the something just that he was Chris, Chris Evans, Evans in yeah. a sweater? Yeah, it might have been. But... <laughs> He's 
not supposed to be likable. We're not supposed to feel sorry for the billionaire. Yeah, but <laughs> at the start, you almost sort of are uh, intrigued, right? With Miles, I just wanted him far away from me and off the screen. <laughs> I was definitely intrigued. Yeah, like, because the thing is, at the beginning of the film, we are led to believe that Miles is just, like, genius. And, like, you believe it. Yeah, for but a see, good chunk I would it. never think that about a really. <laughs> about Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I also thought that was an interesting casting choice. We've all seen him in Fight Club. <laughs> we know the man can switch up. <laughs> like, I have, I have not seen. I Fight haven't Club seen. Either. I haven't seen Fight Club either. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen. Like, the only thing I've seen Edward Norton in is The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There are three film and media degrees <laughs> in this chat. <laughs> That's why you watched it for all of us. <laughs> Together yeah. we have one complete film knowledge. <laughs> See, the thing is, Fight Club is such like a film bro film, so I've never seen it. <laughs> Are you insulting me? I'm just saying, it's never appealed to me. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I think I've only seen him in... Um, uh, he's apparently was in Moonrise Kingdom in the Grand Budapest Hotel, which I think are the only two things I've seen him in. <laughs> In, okay, in the Grand Budapest Hotel, that cast is insane, and I recognise nobody in it when I watch it. Like, I don't know what they do to them, but like... I know what you mean. Yeah. I think Jeff Goldblum is pretty recognisable in it, too. I never remember he's in it. Like, you just said that, and I was like, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> he was in it. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. That film, like... You ca- I come out of it and like, watch the credits, and I'm like, they were in that? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> different movie. A different movie. But yeah, so basically you get a compilation of kind of the disruptors figuring out this puzzle box. And in the puzzle box is an invitation for like a private island getaway for the weekend, where they're going to do like a murder mystery party solve thing, which we didn't realise was like pretend because <laughs> when we were watching it there was a good chunk of time oh we no were like, me neither actually dead <laughs> yeah i thought that I thought it was, like a it was gonna note. be his real murder yeah. he was like lol someone's out to get me um come solve my murder <laughs> murder mystery i will be dead by the time you get here and then he was like not dead and i was like oh okay <laughs> um, yeah i feel like that was confusing <laughs> Yeah, that was confusing, actually. What, like, <laughs> like there was a good chunk of time where we were like, "Is this guy alive or not?" <laughs> well, because he like sent that note, and they were all just like, "Oh, Miles." Yeah, yeah. They, I was like, "Why don't they care?" <laughs> I mean, they don't care about him, but you know. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, so they all show up in Greece, which remember May twenty twenty was a pandemic. So they all have like varying different like masks on, as we mentioned earlier. Birdie has the Lana Del Rey mesh mask. It's iconic. <laughs> um, and Benoit Blanc said, "Oh, we didn't. Oh, we've got the bath scene. Hang on. Before this, <laughs> we are reintroduced to our beloved Benoit Blanc, who is in his bath smoking a cigar, playing Among Us with Natasha Leone, Stephen Somheim. I can't say his name. <laughs> Stephen Somheim." <laughs> And Angela Lansbury? And yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? That was the other guy yes. in there. 
so they're all playing Among Us over Zoom. Blanca's terrible at Among Us. Um, and then someone knocks on the door and his husband yells at him for being in the bath. Then we go to Greece. <laughs> and basically everyone kind of shows up. All the disruptors show up as well as Janelle Monet, who gets out of the taxi all mysterious-like. And everyone is like, damn, why is she here? <laughs> it's Janelle Monet. Yeah, like, why would anyone be like, oh my god, why is she here? I'd be like, oh my god, she's here. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have questioned it. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I know we just stood against her in trial, like, two months ago, but oh my god, she's here. <laughs> and then they have the whole, like, the, I guess it's, like, the COVID gun, like, that gets shot down their throats. <laughs> yeah, the COVID gun. <laughs> Which I didn't even realise we were watching, but Benoit does not gag. <laughs> like no, everyone else does. does. <laughs> I didn't realise that till everyone was like pointing it afterwards and I was like, oh my god, that's He like funny. fake coughs, right? He's like <laughs> He does like a gay little <laughs> <laughs> Um But they all go to this island and they meet Miles, who is um as we mentioned, Edward Dorton, and he basically kinda of shows him around his his private island where he said he's he sent he sent all the staff away, there's about fifty staff normally, he sent all of them away, so it's just them. And this random guy, Daryl. Um, <laughs> Daryl's the MVP. I wrote Daryl MVP in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just there. He's also like the the actors is the same from the first film, apparently, which I would never have really? seen. Really? Yeah. So you know the detectives in the first film. Mm-hmm. The dorky one. Yeah, he's the That's like him. police officer guy, That's right? Him. Yeah. <laughs> They're different God, characters. Maybe, it's not the same person. Maybe he's apparently. undercover. <laughs> but in our hearts, yeah, it's the same guy. <laughs> um, such a red herring. Thought for sure he was going to be involved. Do you think he's just like Ryan Johnson's best friend? <laughs> he's like, hey, you, you can be in my movies. I read an interview and apparently he wants to have him in all the films as different characters and see how long it is before someone notices. <laughs> well, I... well, before Benoit notices, he's like, you look real familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who was criminally underutilized? Ethan Hawke. Yes. Yeah, he was in there for 30 I seconds. Did read yeah. somewhere that apparently he was just nearby filming something else, and he like yeah. heard that they were nearby. He was in he was Greece, like, right? Oh my god, please let me be in your film. Like it sounds like everyone wants to be in these fucking films, and I do not blame them. But like, <laughs> there's so many people you just read, and they're like, oh, I really wanted to be in it. Like, <laughs> oh, but yeah. So it's a shame he was only in it for as short as he was, but. I think he literally just did a day of shooting and then went back to filming. If that, 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, one thing I think we should kind of mention is, so Janelle Monet's character is called Andy. And basically the backstory that's kind of revealed is that Andy and Miles used to be business partners for their company, Alpha. And Miles had recently um, removed Andy completely from the company. So she was like left without anything. Um so her like showing up for this like island getaway retreat thing is like weird because everyone's like we just like stood trial against you obviously you hate us so like she is like very much isolated from the group um and like benoit obviously is like introduced himself also it's so funny because benoit at this point in the film is like so i don't know what to describe it like just like out of his comfort zone or like appears to be because like everyone is very rich and like just not used to this and he's like very like normal <laughs> um and like there's some really great stuff like the interaction with him and andy where he's like he's just like all flustered about like rich people 
<laughs> it's it's so good. I feel like as the world's best detective certified by Google, like surely he has some money. Oh, he absolutely He's does. Not, like, are, like new money rich like they are, but <laughs> I don't know. So basically, Miles is like, we're having dinner later. That's when the murder's going to happen. But let's just chill at the pool right now. So like, everyone goes to the pool. Um, and we get everyone in their pool outfits. Um, <laughs> including... Iconic um, costuming. That literally. was going to be... That was my other one word review choice was outfits. <laughs> yeah. Benoit Blanc shows up in this little striped white blue like shirt and short combo with his little yellow cravat gets in the little sailor boy jumpsuit like clothes (laughs) oh it was so iconic he's just like wading in the pool with his like drink (laughs) well like and duke's there like shooting his gun (laughs) i really think daniel craig should like lean into this because he He looked great he should if he wants to rebrand in real life as a gay detective, I'd be all for it. Absolutely. He's not acting. <laughs> He's like, He's I'm just, just going like... to become a Southern American gay man. <laughs> this is who he should be. Watching an interview with him was so jarring because I've never seen like Daniel Craig in anything. So hearing him have like an English accent was so like shocking. Hang on, you've yeah. not seen a single James Bond film? I don't think so. Not none of his. I think I've seen Goldfinger. <laughs> he wasn't in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I've seen any. I think I've seen like a tiny bit of Skyfall because it was on TV at Christmas. I didn't like watch it. <laughs> I think that's I don't the know what else I've he's seen. in. No, like James Bond in this. Like what else? The girl with the dragon tattoo. I feel like that's the. I feel like I might have recognized him from. He was in Force Awakens. Oh, it was a stormtrooper. Hello. I was like, it's kind of. A, I actually now I say that I do remember hearing some like factoid. No, no, no. Who I remember hearing Tintin? about him being in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like oh, I remember no, hearing I someone be like, it. yeah, he wanted to be in it. So wasn't the Force Awakens by Ryan Johnson? I think so. No, it's JJ Abrams. The it's Last a, Jedi. The Last Jedi. Yeah. Damn. I was about to. Doesn't connect everyone the dots. hate that? Yeah. <laughs> I saw one letterbox review that was like. Need Benoit Blanc to figure out how this director managed to shit out the Last Jedi. <laughs> I think that was Connor Eats Pants who did that review. I don't know who that is. It's a streamer. Don't worry about it. Approximately once every two months, I go to Helena. Like, wait, who is Dream SMP again? <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'll have, God. like, seen a news article or something, and I'm like, Helena, <laughs> explain to me the law. Oh, my God. I'm still not over you texting me when they, like, moved in, and you were like, are they dating? <laughs> <laughs> I was, honestly, I felt like a boomer, right? I was like, oh, how nice that they've moved in together. I love that. I bet the visa process was so hard. Oh, I'm so happy for them. <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> Me and two in like June 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Rude. No, I'm saying like I think everyone got into it around that period of time. Like quarantine was hitting. 
like hard because it was the summer. Imagine getting famous in that period of time. That I must mean, have you been have really a captive weird. audience. Yeah, so. but like that's almost worse. Like, yeah, some people. I mean, people profited. Like, well, not profited. That's not the word I'm looking for. They should have had Benoit doing Minecraft Manhunt instead. <laughs> He's just doing yeah. like the bucket clutch. Like, He's doing fear. <laughs> that would have been more timely. <laughs> so funny <laughs> old ass man like going hard at minecraft dreams face reveal it's just a hair <laughs> it's just been one block they should have had him watching that in the bar honestly yeah. that would have oh been God, funny can you imagine just no shut up <laughs> he's about to kill he's about to blow up lamamba Oh my god. None of those words are in the Bible. I don't know what any of that meant. I mean the storm of crying. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't think we've even got like twenty minutes into this film. No, I was literally about to say we've been here an hour and Oh we have not been recording for an hour though. We did text for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Where were we? Basically, Miles is like freaked out by Benoit Blanc being there. And he's like, I didn't invite you. And Blanc's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, it's just, he is adorable in this scene. Like, just so overtly like Southern. Like, I, it's so aggressive. I wrote down a a quote from him in this scene that I had to pause because I was laughing so hard when he went, oh my god, it's full of stars. He's <laughs> looking at the, like, the glass sculpture. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, dude, you're so southern. <laughs> my favourite quote from him, the whole thing, and I don't know it word for word, but he's like, oh, what do we win? Like, an iPad? <laughs> an iPad. <laughs> the way he says it as well is so good. <laughs> And then later on, he's like, I don't actually want an iPad. Because <laughs> he feels embarrassed. Oh, my goodness. Oh, sweet man. Do you know what really confused me about that bit in the office? Like, mm. so Miles knows he didn't invite him. Mm. and But Miles knows that, spoiler alert, he's the one that killed Andy. Yeah. But he Miles at this point doesn't know he's going to... Well, I guess he does know he's going to kill Duke. No, he only kills him because he figures out... Because Duke's the only one that could, like, figure out that he... Because... Okay. Oh, yeah, he sees it on his phone. Yeah, Yeah, because of his Google alerts. And also, he was the one who almost crashed with Miles when he was coming away from just killing her. Like, he's the only one that could have really figured it out, like, out of the four of them. I read that. That's what spoiled the film for me, by the way. Yeah, you're just too smart. Like, every other person that has watched this film that I've spoken to did not guess it with the speed and accuracy that you did. <laughs> you're just very good at this. <laughs> the rest of us are it's, just... It's a curse. Honestly, maybe it. you're going to be the detective. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, know, you know how they do, like, new actors for James Bond? You're going to be the new actor <laughs> Benoit Blanc. New Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> you're still playing a southern gay man, but... <laughs> <laughs> When Daniel Craig leaves to realise his full potential, then 
I'm going to slide in. <laughs> exactly. That'll be me. Your perfect opportunity. You'll be like, I see it all, oh. actually. <laughs> I can't do the accent, though. <laughs> you need to condemn you, apparently. <laughs> God. Um, okay. <laughs> Where are we in the film? He's in the office. Miles is like, I didn't invite you, but you're invited. This is going to be a fun time. And then there's the pool scene. Uh, where Duke mentions that he was almost pancaked outside of Andy's place. Ugh, the fateful line. Yeah, we get a nice shot of Madeline Klein coming out of the pool. It's like a oh nice slow-mo shot. It's so good. <laughs> it's because, like, Bernie, <laughs> Bernie's like, you know, I think I might go for a swim. And then there's, like, this, like, slow-motion, glorious, <laughs> glorious shot. Goddess of... rises. <laughs> yeah, and then she goes, I think I'm just going to lay out for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Benoit's, like, wades into the pool. And then they go to, like, they're sitting near the pool, I guess. And then, like, Miles does this whole, like, speech about, like, why they're called the disruptors. And he's like, sometimes you just have to go further. Like, when everyone tells you to stop, you just have to keep going. And that's, like, being disruptive. And, like, he's like, look, we're all disruptive. And it's like, you guys are just, like, rich. That's all it is. You work in tech. What do you think you're disrupting? (laughs) It's, like... There's so much, like, Birdie J lore that just gets, like, dropped throughout this film that is so insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's her, like, she went on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she went on Oprah and compared herself to Harriet Tubman. In spirit. <laughs> In spirit. She did blackface as Beyonce for Halloween one year. Can we talk about the best joke in the whole film? The sweatshirt one? <laughs> the, the sweatshirt one. <laughs> Basically, the whole reason that she's, like, her and her personal assistant. We haven't even talked about Peg. Oh my god, we'll get to that. Yeah, Peg is my favorite character in this movie. Same. Severely underutilized. Um, but yeah, basically the only reason that Birdie and Peg are even on the island is because Peg wants Birdie to convince Miles to like not get her to make this statement because Birdie like has like a sweat. Are they sweatpants? <laughs> I think so. She has like a sweatpant brand. That's hard for me to say with my accent. <laughs> <laughs> she's a sweatpant brand and like sweetie pants or something yeah and basically it turns out that like they're made in like a sweatshop in sweat <laughs> a sweatshop in bangladesh and like peg is like this is gonna ruin birdie but birdie's like it's fine he's gonna pay me off she's like did you think sweatshops are where sweatpants are made or something <laughs> oh that's it it's because she gets an email from like the manufacturer being like hey just so you know this is like a notorious sweatshop and she's like sounds perfect dab emoji yeah. her emoji dabbing <laughs> i was gonna say after the disruptor speech um so like miles does his speech and then andy shows up and is like uh yeah well and she like basically calls them out on their bullshit also we get the like miles's golden titties line oh my god i wrote down how many times they said like titties in this movie it was like five (laughs) they keep going back to it like she and they keep going like you're called nantes titties and earlier in the movie um batista kept he was talking about the breastification of america (laughs) i'm here for it i support it (laughs) oh yeah and and whiskey's like I love my boobs. I love Sorry, my feminists. <laughs> she maybe is my second favorite character in this movie. Yeah. Also, like, Duke is definitely meant to be Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Maybe, like, a, a combination a of, like, yeah, a bunch of, like, Twitch and 
Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh. She gives us a lot. Oh my god, ow. <laughs> Are you okay? okay? Sorry. Yeah, I dropped my phone. <laughs> It's because I'm wiggling about. That's the problem. That's where we are. <laughs> you don't, ow, ow, don't drop us. <laughs> I dropped you, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, right, back to the plot. Joe, who else was... <laughs> Joe, who else was, like, criminally underutilised in this film? Leslie Odom Jr. Why yeah, was Lionel's yeah. character, like, barely in it? That was one of my fixes. Like, him and Claire, uh, the politician... Yeah, and I feel like they have such a, like, close relationship that it doesn't really go into at all. Yeah. It would have been nice to spend, like, more time with... I wonder if it was, like, filming problems because of the pandemic. Oh. It just felt like they weren't there. But they must have been. I don't know. Apparently they... I watched, like, a behind-the-scenes, like, thing. And, like, they were, like, in a bubble. Obviously, like, them and the crew in Serbia, I think. <laughs> Serbia? Yeah, Serbia? They, fil- they filmed all the interiors in, like, some place in Serbia, apparently. Why? I don't know. It's cheap. <laughs> like, the house, they must have had, like, the house, like... That's insane. In Serbia, just of all places. In Serbia. They filmed, like, you know Age of Ultron? They filmed, like, some of the interior shops in, in like, a castle near where we live. There's no reason for it to be a castle. Like, the exterior is, like, a prison. But like the interiors, they shot near in a castle near us for some reason. <laughs> Films will film at like the random places because I guess they just like look at um, like shot like photos and they're like, yeah, this is what we want. Crazy. Anyway, sorry, I'm just reading about it being in Serbia. Yeah. Was I right or did I misremember? Yeah, in Belgrade. Yeah. yeah, I think the exteriors were in uh, Greece though. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then they have dinner, and. Miles is like, okay, the the game is on, or the game is afoot, or whatever. And he's like, you guys can start, like, investigating now. It's going to take the whole, like, weekend, but you guys can start. And Benoit's like, I bet. And he, like, just, like, does a whole, like, here's how it happened. And, like, Miles throws, like, a little tantrum. Um, <laughs> and, and Benoit's like, I did it on purpose. Like, I ruined your, like, little thing on purpose because... I think, like, someone is going to try and kill you, like, actually. And he also says, like, you know, I'm trying to think what the exact words he uses, but he's like, he's like, bringing all of your friends to this island is like putting a loaded gun on the table and turning the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> Which Miles, as we now, as we later realise, Miles steals all his ideas. Like, this man has not had a single original thought. He literally does that later on. He, like, a gun goes missing and he's like time to turn the lights off for 10 minutes <laughs> but yeah so everyone is like so after like miles and blanc come back everyone is like in the main room like they're talking about how they're gonna go home but miles is like no let's have a party like let's turn it up uh duke's phone is going off all the time like he's getting all these google alerts <laughs> he has a google alert set for movie google alerts for everyone and also as you said just the word movie <laughs> So they're going off like That's constantly. the funniest part of this film. Yeah. <laughs> His delivery on lines was my favourite. He's like, I like films. <laughs> oh. oh, we have also mentioned um Miles has a bunch of art like in his house on the island, and one of them is the Mona Lisa. And it's revealed he has the actual Mona Lisa because it's the pandemic and it was cheap for him to get it to the island apparently. And the Mona Lisa is in this like box thing that has like 
extra protection that like is very sensitive so like any like loud noise goes off like a phone notification and this like screen goes up i don't know why you wouldn't just have the screen up all the time because it's still visible it's not like it's like a he didn't want the glass to prevent him from looking in her eyes i guess because <laughs> he's a horrible <laughs> insane man and he also reveals that he has like a like a fail safe override so like that thing that comes up and down he has an override button for which again isn't like for later set up for later but like it's just so like it really does show how stupid he is because like why would you need an override for that the whole point of that is like the safety aspect and you're like yeah i'm just gonna put a little override in there because i need to look into her eyes and it's like shut up <laughs> and like why would you tell everyone that too like, yeah i think by it's the just, way he's like I think this man so desperately wants friends that he like yeah, is just yeah. showing off to them because like no one in this room. That's is his, his whole thing. He can't help but like brag about things because like also with the whole like murder mystery thing being solved immediately, everyone's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go home tomorrow morning then," because like right. I've got no other reason to be here. So like it really is like this motherfucker has no friends and he wants friends very badly. <laughs> so Andy like has like an argument with the disruptors and she's like you guys are pieces of shit to me and they're like yeah we were what of it she's like damn and then leaves um and like miles is like come on let's get the party started like let's go duke shows miles something on his phone because miles doesn't have a phone that's like his big thing he just has fax machine oh yeah (laughs) which like oh again it's such like a gimmick he's like oh look i'm so quirky i don't have like a mobile phone i use fax machines it's like you're so annoying for everyone around you also, like, does that not feel a bit wasteful? Weird. Well, yeah. But also, like, he's a tech guy. <laughs> he's a tech guy, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like, I feel like on. Elon's always tapping away. That's why we had so many terrible tweets from him. It's like Donald Trump as well, like, tweeting all the time. I forget that he used to be as much of a menace as he was. <laughs> like, ever since he got bad, I just forgot he existed. <laughs> His tweets were so funny. The the Kristen Stewart ones about, like, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh. <laughs> um anyway so duke shows miles this like thing on his phone it's all kind of getting like it's all like it's all accumulating at this point and then suddenly duke starts like choking he falls over and he dies it's very quick it takes like 20 seconds duke just dies and you're like what um and then the lights go out because obviously as we mentioned earlier <laughs> So the lights go out and everyone's like running around screaming. Benoit Benoit runs into Andy outside and she gets shot. Shocking. Two deaths in like five minutes. We then get a flashback to the scene where Benoit was in the bath, but at this time it's from the front door. And we see Hugh Grant cameo. <laughs> I love that they he had a sourdough starter. Yeah. It was like so yeah. real. <laughs> Very like <laughs> That was also like a pandemic-y thing. Yeah, like, everyone's making sourdough. <laughs> he may as well have been whipping some coffee. Like that's <laughs> oh how I forgot about that. If if they'd both had like a mug of like that coffee <laughs> on the table yeah. whilst when they were outside. We should quickly mention that um everyone was kind of on edge anyway, because when Miles is showing the Mona Lisa, he's like, Oh yeah, by the way, this whole house and the glass onion and everything is powered yeah. by clear. Which oh, yeah. is like an alternative fuel that is going to launch, which is sort of the backstory running through all of this. It's like 
all mm. these people that are there are signing off on it or giving him like certain approvals or money and it's like extremely dangerous yeah, so like now everyone right? is stressed yeah yeah so especially like lionel and claire they're like yeah. oh my god so yeah. that's why everyone's like drinking and stressed yeah i don't think duke has the brain capacity for it but everyone else is <laughs> yeah neither does birdie <laughs> yeah no. but peg and a uh, whiskey are probably clued in enough to know it's bad <laughs> but yeah so we kind of get this flashback to janelle monet as helen who we learn is andy's twin sister and it basically transpires that andy the actual andy had quote-unquote committed suicide like a few weeks a few days before but like it wasn't made public because helen didn't know that you're supposed to make these things public which is so real like the last thing you're gonna think like after your sibling is like died you're like oh i better release a statement about this to the general public so benoit is basically like hey this is kind of crazy but considering no one knows that your sister's dead why don't you just pretend to be your sister and then we can both go to the island and try and figure out like who killed your sister because i think he like agrees pretty quickly that he doesn't think that andy actually like committed suicide he thinks that like there's something else going on um so they have this like they hatch this little plan they both go to greece and they're like trying to figure out who killed her because the day before she died she rediscovered this this plot is so convoluted (laughs) the napkin which i haven't mentioned yet (laughs) because the glass onion in this universe is it was a bar where all the disruptors met and the whole thing with the alpha company was that apparently i'm doing air quotes you can't see me (laughs) um miles had like drawn the idea for the company on a napkin and like showed everyone the reality was that it was andy who did that but she hadn't found the napkin so when she had said no i'm not going to sign off on clear miles was like cool i'm cutting out the company um and like everyone else like stands up for um miles instead of andy just because so like andy ends up finding the nap the original napkin and like sends everyone an email apart from miles because obviously he doesn't have technology so she like emails the disruptors and is like hey i have the napkin like come apologize and maybe i'll like whatever um and then she dies the next day so like then i was like hmm, that's us she faxes miles that by the way lionel faxes it to her him which what a dick move <laughs> lionel like inadvertently calls her death like if he hadn't done that she wouldn't have died i don't think or like not in that way and then we kind of like see the like the first half of the film but now with the like the helen <laughs> pov as well um and like helen's been like snooping around like finding alibis getting drunk off her ass on like hard jared leto's jared leto's hard kombucha (laughs) god those were the the best cameos (laughs) yeah and wait there was also the dong (laughs) the hourly dong yeah (laughs) and serena williams is there too serena williams is just there like that was amazing and Yo-Yo Ma was in the beginning, too. I forgot to mention. At the party, right? With <laughs> yeah. Jiggy. He was like, oh, I know this song. And you're like, Yo-Yo Ma? <laughs> yeah. Beyonce voice. 
There's so many cameos in this film. It's actually insane. I loved the Serena Williams one where she starts moving like, do you want it or not? Like, do you want the session? There's like a screen in the background like while um, Helen and Blanca are like discussing like alibis and stuff. And like, you can see Serena Williams in the background. You're like, oh, cool. Just like a background picture. And it's like, no, she's like video calling, I guess, into this gym. She's like, do you want a session or not? And they're like, oh, no, thank you. (laughs) Which for a point I was going to like, when they burn the napkin, I thought for a moment she was going to like turn around and be like, don't worry, guys, I'm a witness. (laughs) I'll testify. (laughs) Uh, It did not turn out that way, but that would have been a very cool... um... (laughs) plot twist yeah and then so yeah like helen's going all around getting like alibis from everyone um or not like alibis but like finding out where people were and like what they were doing and stuff duke mentions getting she's playing it like clue right yeah she's basically has like her little notebook that she's like crossing people off oh she gets shot again or like she gets shot but it turns out like it didn't like make a dent in her because it her like notebook (laughs) that was in her like top that notebook was not very thick (laughs) Well, someone pointed out they were like the gun that Duke carries around, like, to protect himself is like so weak that it couldn't even penetrate like a little mm. notebook. It's like, damn, dude, you didn't carry an EpiPen, but you carried this like <laughs> weak ass gun. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but so like they use Jeremy Renner's hot sauce to look like blood, and <laughs> so she like plays dead, and like Benoit like puts some in his eyes. <laughs> He does my favourite swear. He just goes, he says shitballs, which is, it's so good. (laughs) Um, So then, like, Benoit is, like, doing his whole big, like, let me tell you, like, what happened. Just, like, buying for time while Helen goes into the glass onion to try and, like, get the original napkin, which she does. And basically Benoit reveals that, like, Miles is behind everything. Like, he's killed both those people. (laughs) Because, and he's, like, the way he starts out, he's like, "Embriate is not a word," because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when like they first get to the island, Miles is like, "Let's just all embriate in this moment." And <laughs> it's just such a good like thing because like he uses so many big words that just aren't right. <laughs> that bit didn't. That bit kind of confused me because I thought he was just like doing it in an influencer way. I didn't realise he was actually stupid until the Ionian Sea bit. Yeah. There's so many. There's also, he says, like, this is the reclamation of everything we've achieved. And I remember when I heard reclamation, I was like, isn't it culmination? I was like, I don't know. I'm stupid. It's probably wrong. (laughs) No, he was wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And then he says, like, let's swim in the Ionian Sea. And he's like, that is the Aegean Sea. (laughs) Apparently you can actually stay in the villa from Glass Onion. Mm. Yeah, I think it's real... They just. I'm assuming it doesn't also have the glass onion on top of it. It'd be crazy if it didn't. No. They just found it. They're like, oh my god, this is perfect. <laughs> it just exists. It's cool. Oh, speaking perfect. of the glass onion, I just remembered. There's also a cameo from the um, the Boston. Is it the Boston Robotics dog? You know the fucking <laughs> the, robot the dog. Robot dog. dog? <laughs> it carries their luggage. Um, is that a cameo? I, mean, I was gonna say, is that a cameo? I, I don't know what's to call it. Like. <laughs> It was actually Willem Dafoe. <laughs> the credits is Willem's, Willem Dafoe as robot dog. Stop. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I love bit... him so much. <laughs> Willem Dafoe or the dog? Both. <laughs> oh. 
Um, but yeah, so basically, Blanc reveals that um, Miles had killed Andy um, using sleeping pills and stuff, and he had killed Duke by putting pineapple in his whiskey. And like, Duke is heavily allergic to pineapple, so that's like why he died so quickly is because he just went to anaphylactic shock. Is that right? Anaphylactic shock? Yeah. 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 So that's how he died. And like, Blanc is very mad that that's how he like did it he's like it's just dumb like you guys he's so stupid um and we get the great like the iconic pineapple juice he just put pineapple juice in his whiskey it's so dumb <laughs> and it's so, so helen's dumb. like it's brilliant Suck no it. i have the napkin now it's just dumb and miles is like that's so crazy and burns it but which lionel suggests by the way like Lionel literally goes, you haven't burnt it yet? And he's like, oh, great idea. So he burns it. Lionel's the true villain, perhaps. <laughs> Lionel was an enabler, if nothing else. <laughs> Both the times, it's like, Lionel, if you'd just not done anything, these things wouldn't have happened. Like, if he hadn't said the facts, she wouldn't be dead, maybe. And if he hadn't said, you haven't burnt it yet, then he wouldn't have had the idea to burn it. He probably would have, like, tried to grab it or something. <laughs> And then Blanc is like, damn, that's the only physical evidence we had. Deuces. And like, he gives Helen this tiny bit of like, the clear that um, Miles gave him earlier and dibs. So then Helen just like starts wrecking shit. (laughs) Um, She like breaks all of his like glass sculptures. She breaks his glass piano. um, (laughs) Just like starts a fire. This was a great scene. It is such a good scene to watch. Like, oh. Because it literally like mirrors what he was talking about at the pool, where he's like, "You kind of you disrupt things up to a point yeah. where people like like it because they want the system changed, but then when you go beyond that point where people are like, oh, actually, like stop it, you're doing too much.' That's when you're a disruptor, and like he literally is like, "No, stop, that's enough." And she's like, just like gets like a is that a hammer or like some sort of stick and just like <laughs> smashing this piano, <laughs> um, and she like throws this like the bit of clear into this fire and it just like the glass under it explodes it's glorious <laughs> i read something that daniel craig was like oh he- the audience might turn on the film when the mona lisa gets destroyed because it's like too far but i'm like daniel craig do you know nothing like do you not know how Daniel? It's not real. The general population <laughs> yeah. works. Yeah, like does he know that they didn't actually burn? <laughs> well, yeah, he's the second person that also thinks this is a documentary. <laughs> so then, as the like the whole like house is like burning, and of course Helen like goes and like hits this failsafe, and the Mona Lisa burns. And they play, like, Mona Lisa by Frank Sinatra, and it's so good. <laughs> and then... So everyone's outside. No one dies. I thought they were all going to die. They, like when, I... Yeah. When she, like, holds it up to throw it, I'm like, oh my god, they're all going to die. <laughs> she, this is, like, a self-sacrifice. They were Yeah, I was very, concerned. Yeah. <laughs> they all survive. Um, Miles throws a tantrum. And he's like, oh, that didn't even do anything. And Helen's like, you fucking idiot, you just burned the Mona Lisa with like your new fuel um, and like all of the disruptors like turn it on him because they're like oh his golden titties run dry um, <laughs> <laughs> we 
Why well, saw some people? Well, the only reason I say that is because some people online are like, oh, they had a change of heart. I'm like, no, no, they did not have a change of heart. They just realized that the money is gone from him and that they would be- look better if they side with Helen instead of Miles. Like, they didn't have a change of heart. Yeah, none of them magically become good people. They just know where the money is and it's not with he- Miles anymore. <laughs> and then Helen goes and meets with Blanc on the beach who has been smoking, watching the uh, explosion with Daryl having a great time <laughs> and then the like the like final shot is like the police boats coming to like because they phoned for the police like an hour before because Duke died the police are like on their way and she does this like Mona Lisa shot as the last shot and it's great I also just did it like <laughs> you can't see me <laughs> I just did the Mona Lisa pose <laughs> um, and that's Glass Onion and uh, it's great. I think I got everything. Yeah. I think that's the, the general <laughs> thing of it. Oh. You summarised that so well. It's, it was kind of hard to because I was like, well, I have to talk about this thing, which I haven't mentioned from earlier. So, like, let me just explain this piece of lore quickly. Like, the whole moment, like, because Miles' whole thing throughout the film is that he wants to be remembered in the same breath as the Mona Lisa. It's like, yeah, you got your wish, but, like... At what cost? You're going to be known <laughs> as the guy who destroyed the Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah. That's what she says to him, right? Like, yeah. at the end. Also, well, <laughs> in the same sentence as the Mona Lisa, like, unless you're a painter, like, how <laughs> yeah, are you going to be prepared? Like, I don't know what he was expecting. Like, if you said, like, the same reverence as the Mona Lisa, then sure. But, like, in the same sentence as the Mona Lisa is such a weird, like... I mean, it fits his character perfectly, but... <laughs> yeah, because, like, they could yeah, say this guy odd. owns the Mona Lisa, but, like, no one cares. <laughs> yeah, no one cares. <laughs> But yeah, that that's knives out. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Almost. god, it's a knives out mystery. It's a knives out mystery. That was glass onion. It's better watched, I think, than me kind of bumbling through it. <laughs> John, I'm really excited for the next one. Yes, with, uh, Natasha Leone. How mean, do you say her last name? Leone? 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 I don't, I don't, Leone? Sometimes they say Leone. Leone. Say Leone. That's the TV show, isn't it? The Peacock one. Yeah. Yeah, that looks exciting. I don't know where we can watch it in the UK. <laughs> we won't be able to watch it for like two years. <laughs> It'll be like two years and then Sky will buy it and we'll have to still have to like Ugh. get it from Sky. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same with like Our Flag Means Death. Like I don't think it's available to watch yet in the UK. It's out now. I keep seeing adverts for Is it. Is it? Or like just yeah. now, like almost fully a year later. Like ugh. I don't even know what that That's was on for us. Uh, it was HBO maybe HBO yeah yeah <laughs> I was like it's not Hulu <laughs> um, HBO are really getting on my nerves <laughs> yeah. yeah like the with Sex Lives of College Girls I like pirated the first season right because there was no indication that it was ever going to come to the UK so I was like okay and then it did like six months later and now the new like season two has come out and they've just not like given it to the uk and they haven't said it will be coming out again yeah i don't understand why people do that because it's like that's more money right (laughs) i know do you not want more money (laughs) and it was a weekly um what two episodes came out a week so people were really talking about it online Mm. like euphoria hype yeah that was a good time i didn't even watch euphoria and yet i still know everything that happened because i would wake <laughs> yeah. up on a monday morning yeah after and there would it be on sunday night and be like oh the memes <laughs> i would have to uh max 
watched it. I did not watch it, but um, they had to wait till Monday night because it was on so late. Um, and oh, was it on late to... in America? Yeah, I think it was on. Well, I think it would have by to be. late, like ten o'clock maybe. Yeah. For right. us, but like we both worked on Mondays, so I would have to make them stay away from Twitter because everyone was spoiling it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I know the whole plot. Can you hear this? There's some cat purring going on. Oh, he's eating my headphones. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You need to get off my lap. <laughs> no. Bring the cat. He's such a little freak. <gasps> Take that back. <laughs> Rosie being allergic to cats was a crime. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Was God spiting me specifically? Yeah. <laughs> you were being nerfed. <laughs> yeah, I'd be too powerful otherwise. <laughs> no, stop it! Oh my God, he must have been sleeping for the past hour. <laughs> now he's just being a menace. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> when I would wake up at uni from a nap and like wander into the living room, you would be like, "Are you good? <laughs> Are you okay?" Yes. <laughs> I feel like half the time you would be like, I'm, I'm so sleepy. And then you would just go back to bed. <laughs> like you were sleepwalking. Okay. So. Glass onion. Glass onion. <laughs> Do we have any fixes like that you have like noted? Yeah. My main one is the death reveal. Which but one? I kind of. Andy. Oh, yeah. I kind of get why they did. Like there was nothing clever about it because Miles isn't clever. But. Mm. It was really, I thought that was where the, like, twist was going to come in. A bit like in Knives Out, like, the death isn't the death you think it is. Mm. But this was really, it was, like, glossed over very quickly for me. Yeah. I guess it wasn't, like, the main focus, though, like, if that makes sense. Because, I don't know. Yeah. I see what you mean, but I don't know how else they would have done it. Because. Yeah, I don't know. It's not the focus of. It would have been interesting if it had started, like, with um, that scene in the more, Maybe not with um, Helen, but, like, with her, like, body being discovered or something. And then we just, like, go straight back. Because then you would think it was a flashback instead of it being, like, real time. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, know. if you have no context and then you see her, like, alive, you're like, oh, okay, that was a flashback earlier. I guess she's going to die. And then, like, she does, but she's not shot. She's, um, like, poisoned. Yeah. I think that might be interesting. I, I think I agree. I think my other fix is one that was way easier to do. Would be this should have come out in summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they waited so long. Like I literally saw like a review in like October and I was like, How are people watching it already? <laughs> I'm sorry. That angry. was when that was the theatrical release, right? I saw yeah. it in November uh in in theatres. Um <laughs> but it was like the end of November, so it was still not like. I, I don't know why they didn't release vibes. it like globally, like in theaters, because like they've done that with Matilda. Like it's not like you know <laughs> you can't do it, and like I think this would have probably gotten more tickets than Matilda did, or has. Yeah, I don't know. do you know what they I mean? didn't even have it anywhere in in Maine. Like we we were going to New Hampshire anyway, so we were like. Ooh. They're showing it in this one theater in New Hampshire. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know why they they really fumbled the bag. 
with the uh, release. I don't know if I, if I told you either, Rosie, but um, or both of you, I guess. But <laughs> um, the only seats left were at the very front of the theater. Um, on like the far right side so we were kind of like just looking up at the ceiling the whole time (laughs) oh my god for two hours as well yeah for two hours (laughs) my neck did start to hurt i saw someone on letterbox complaining about the runtime but it didn't feel like overly long to me it did feel like some bits definitely could have been cut out no it, it definitely it didn't drag like it's, it felt constantly like moving forward like there was never a point where i was like what are we doing here but yeah no i don't, I, I don't think it was like a obscenely long it didn't really feel like it had a clear structure it could have been longer like <laughs> I oh was, my god well, take that back do not say <laughs> well no that i was gonna here. say <laughs> one of my fixes would have been to spend like more time with the disruptors because like i literally never suspected lionel or claire just because i was like they're not i don't know anything about them so I'm not considering them a threat. And, like, they didn't really come across as a threat, like, that would have killed Miles. Not Miles. Yeah, the only time Duke. I was, like, concerned was when Claire bumped into Duke, mm. like, right where his gun was. And I was like, did she just take that? <laughs> yeah, like... But then Miles bumped into him and took it, so I was like, okay. Like, if you're gonna have her as a... If you're gonna have them as, like, suspects, you need to give them something suspicious to do that isn't just, I don't like him. <laughs> Um, because like I don't know, it would have been cool to have seen them maybe like those two colluding. Because you see those two together, together like a lot. It would have been nice to have just seen them colluding a little more, or like secretly talking. I don't know. Yeah, I think the characters were a bit underdeveloped. But, but I guess their whole point was that they were like vapid and mm. good for nothing, but they were rich, right? That's yeah. the point. She's literally a politician, so. <laughs> Um, my other fix was more gay little outfits from Mr. Blanc. <laughs> he only had four outfits. It's criminal. <laughs> Did you have a favourite outfit of his? Yes, the one he wears bef- the night before they go to the island. At, it's at the Helen. dinner that they're having? Yes. Yeah. His little striped okay. one. <laughs> I loved it so much. His little pink bandana. Yes. Oh, that was my favourite one. I loved it. Yeah, I wrote that one down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Wait, I have one more fix. Oh, yeah. Um, Peg. Yes. Like, could she have been in it a bit more? <laughs> she also literally doesn't show up until halfway through him doing the big reveal. Yeah. I don't know if you oh. remember. I forgot that. Yeah, she just runs in. And she's like, whoa, what's happening? And it's like, girl, you have missed so much. Like, what was she doing? Was she hanging out with Daryl? I think she was looking for her phone <laughs> in the other room. I think she was just, like, running around trying to find everyone. Because, like, everyone... Because when the lights go out, she's, like, looking for her phone and everyone leaves her. Mm. So I'm guessing she's, like, running around, like, looking for everyone, I guess. But everyone's, like, back in the main room. Because that's the point. You know when, like, it reveals, like, when Helen gets shot and everyone, like, looks? You see, like, everyone show up and look. Peg doesn't show up. We should have been, like, where's Peg? But, no. (laughs) I guess they were just, like, she's not a suspect. Don't worry about her. (laughs) It's not yeah, perfect. and then, like, what's the point of having her? I yeah. mean, she does deliver some of the best lines, but, like, what is the <laughs> point of having all these characters if you're not even going to, like, talk you, to them? Yeah. I guess it's to kind of not make it obvious who the killer is, but I don't know. What, like, throw you off the scent? Yeah, because there was a point where I was like, is it Whiskey? Because she's, like... Yeah. What, she talks to Helen, and she's, like... She read all the tra- court transcripts, and, like, she gives off the vibes of, like, airy... Like, airhead... 
and then she's like oh yeah i read all your court transcripts and i'm like oh that's not an airhead thing to do and she talks about like how she wants to be a politician so she's like trying to distance herself from duke a bit i think in our recording we both went at the court transcripts bit we both went oop (laughs) and looked at each other (laughs) do you have any fixes sophie i I don't think i do i don't know i I guess I don't know how else I would have made the movie. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. It's fine. We do this on a monthly basis. We're used to thinking of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. The trick is to be overly confident about your film ability. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, more, uh, more Hugh Grant. Yes. We would have loved that. I would have. Yeah. Because I was, I was saying to someone, I was like, I think the reason they don't interact on screen is because it was like definitely filmed like yeah. completely different <laughs> times. But you know, a girl can dream. <laughs> do we want to do like alternative titles and then get into what we think the next film will be? I'm asking Rosie. Uh, hello? <laughs> is Rosie in the room with us? <laughs> Actually, oh god. Oh no. Meanwhile. Did we lose power? Hello? Yeah, I don't think we actually got to like. Oh, I think we were going to do um, like possible titles. I think so. And then like what we think the next film is going to be. Or like what we want it to be. I have a very strong idea of what I want the next one to be. Ooh, Ooh that's good. I have like nothing. I don't know if it was. I have one idea, but I don't know if that's what you said to me. <laughs> um so we'll find out i guess if i let you go first and you steal it that's it we're done no you can go first i don't really have anything apart from this thing i do have like 15 titles that i came up with though oh that's wow. good cause i don't have any i was at work and i just was like on a streak for some reason i was like thinking all of these <laughs> ones well because obviously like letterboxd was like chives out and i'm like that's great but obviously it implies that you know about the onion yeah also because it's set in greece i was like what if we do the mamma mia approach <laughs> yeah. out, mamma mia <laughs> i wrote i wrote mamma mia three <laughs> <laughs> i just had to google it because i wasn't actually sure what the title was what Wait. of this film yeah it's glass onion a knives out mystery i don't know if i like that <laughs> No, apparently Ryan Johnson doesn't either. I saw like an Instagram post about from like an article being like he's pissed off that it says Knives Out in the title because he wants it to be like separate from the first one. He wants them to kind of be like Agatha Christie mysteries where you can just pick one at random and like you don't have to have seen the other films to enjoy this one sort of thing. So I get it, but I think that is a bit of a silly thing to be upset over because it has like Benoit Blanc in it, right? Like it is yeah i think it would the same make universe. more sense to be like a benoit blanc mystery as opposed yeah. to like a knives out mystery yeah but then because ryan johnson's the always going on about how much he doesn't want it to be about benoit blanc and he didn't want to show any of his backstory and stuff which i think is very strange because he's obviously the most compelling character <laughs> he is some of my other ones i also had knives out too here we go again but that was like the <laughs> mamma mia thing <laughs> Um, we had um, Clear Onion but with a K yeah (laughs) (laughs) or like Crystal Clear but K Crystal and K Clear kind of on that vibe Um, (laughs) 
Knives Out 2, colon, there's Among Us in this one. <laughs> um, glass, animals, and onions, because of my whole, like, animals, onions. I actually don't think I've said glass, animals that many times in this recording, so I think I've done well. Yeah, in the original, when we were talking about it, when we watched it, you were always like, glass, animals, I mean, onion, I mean, animals. <laughs> It got to the point where I was like, I don't actually know what's right anymore. Like, I've said it wrong so many times. I've, like, anticipated saying it wrong. So so when I say it right, I'm like, oh, no, that's not right. And, like, overcorrect. Yeah. I had, like, the disruptors or the imposter. Again, the Among Us. The imposter. The imposter. Because I think if you watched it, if it was called the imposter and you watched it, you'd be like, Benoit Blanc, he's the imposter. But he's not. It's Helen. Surprise. <laughs> Um, the breastification of America. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's such a good line. It makes it doesn't work as a title, but I love it. Could it be like the subheading. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a cause we can all support. <laughs> Imagine that, like the next one is like set in America, and it's like very like a lot more characters like um, Duke, and it's like the <laughs> the like the subtitle is just the breastification of America. <laughs> He said, Ryan Johnson said he wants the next one to be really American, right? Or am yeah. I making that up? I feel like I remember him saying that. I think I think he was like, even though we're in Greece, I don't want it to be like non-American. Strange. I don't know why. <laughs> um, Golden titties I had <laughs> as another title. <laughs> um, and then... My last one was Knives Out slash Mask On, as in, like, that's the whole, like, title Ooh, is yeah. Knives Out Masks On, <laughs> to be, like, the COVID edition. And those were the best of what I wrote. I wrote a few more, but they weren't as good. <laughs> those were good. Your preparation for this was outstanding. You are employee of the month. <laughs> if I hadn't enjoyed the film, I wouldn't be doing all this, like, extra homework. <laughs> Anyone else have any titles? <laughs> I don't. Come, come up with one, Rosie. Oh. <laughs> on the fly. Do you know, whenever it's a like a sequel, I'm always like, Knives Out 2, Two Knives, Two Out. That's what <laughs> yeah. we did Tall Girl. That's what it should be for this. <laughs> or no, Knives Out 2, Two Glass, Two Onion. <laughs> two Glass, Two Onion. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. That's Ooh. the one. <laughs> That's such a funny title, like, the Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> they really perfected sequel titles. Like, no one they can really tell did. me otherwise. <laughs> how do you top that, though? Like, how does anyone ever top Too Fast, Too Furious? <laughs> too furious? <laughs> if they ever do, like, 22 films, they should do Too Fast, Too Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. But, like, <laughs> to do, like, the 22. <laughs> oh, the others don't have exciting titles like that. Really? I know there's like a weird naming convention. They're actually really weird. So it's The Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, but that one has the, like an ampersand and sign instead of and, which the others didn't have. Then it's Fast Five, Fast and Furious <laughs> Six with the symbol again, then Furious Seven, then The Fate of the Furious. F9. I guess fate like eight though, right? Like the fate is in eight. But it's not spelt like that. Yeah. They should have spelt it like that. They missed they missed the they missed the trick on that. I don't understand why some of them have the in the title 
some of them spell out and are they all the same like timeline oh i don't i know nothing about the is this like halloween like (laughs) (laughs) well like some of them were like spin-offs but then they like retroactively were like yeah that one's not canon (laughs) that's so funny i love that they fully leaned into that sorry short films the turbocharged prelude for too fast too furious (laughs) that's such a long title (laughs) turbocharged prelude (laughs) that's what it's called (laughs) That's its, that's its legal name. I didn't know they made short films for it. No. Do you think they're like artsy? Six minutes, okay. Six minutes long? Is that like a silent? trailer? Silent? <laughs> it's a music video. <laughs> it was released to select theaters. Oh, I wonder if they played it like before Too Fast, Too Furious. They must have. They just played it in front of a different movie. Imagine going... It's like, you know, I don't know if they still do this, but you know, like, before Pixar films in the cinema, they'll play, like, a short film. Yeah. Yeah, the Pixar shorts. I remember I went... Like, I think the first time I ever saw, like, a Pixar film in the cinema was up. It would have been about ten. And before that was, like, this cloud short story. And the whole time I was watching it, like is this the film? Because, <laughs> like, I didn't know it was, like, a short beforehand. So, like, the whole time I was just watching this short, like, I feel like the trailers were very different. <laughs> I was like, where's the old man? <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God. Sorry, the soundtrack is called The Fast and the Furious Brackets. More fast and furious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I take back what I said about them having perfected the sequel naming thing. After seeing it all laid out, I just, I don't want to give them that much credit. They have another short film. Oh. Another one? It's 20 minutes long, and it's not silent. <laughs> there was a TV show? How do they keep so making much. them? It's a car franchise. Like, we all know car franchises do amazing. Why? Men. <laughs> Wait, the fourth one was called just Fast and Furious? That's so confusing. Yeah. There's no reference to four in it as well. No. All the, all the third That's one. when they started doing the symbols as well. Oh, apparently it's also known as Fast and Furious 4. Which oh, boo. makes a That's lot of boring. sense. <laughs> I just don't understand the switch from the Fast and Furious to Fast and Furious, you know? It's because they had Fast 5, like, locked and loaded. Yeah. And they were like, we got to get that somehow. <laughs> we just need to do that. <laughs> It's like Wordle, you can only change one <laughs> bit at a time. They're like, you've got to lose the L, the the, before we get to Fast Five. God. Do you th- is Vin Diesel still in them? Do you think he's tired? <laughs> I think he's very happy for the consistent income, the consistent like stream of money coming in. Yeah. Jason Momoa is going to be in the 2023 one. Wait, Vin Diesel's real name is Mark Sinclair. Fast and Furious <laughs> 1939 film? Hey, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> A mystery comedy. Was he in that too? He wasn't born until 67, <laughs> but... No, it was, he somehow uh, was. Uh, it's... It was directed by Busby Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel is a time traveller. Um... <laughs> That's how he was in that film. Do you want to know how he got his name? Go on then. 
So he began going by his stage name of Vin Diesel while working as a bouncer at a nightclub in New York because he wanted a tougher sounded name for his occupation. Oh. Yeah, Mark is not the most threatening name. <laughs> but how often do you know bouncers' names? I, I guess it must have come up enough that he was like... <laughs> yeah, on his name tag. And I was like, oh, what, Mark? What are you going to do, Mark? <laughs> Just getting bullied at work. And you're a bouncer. Oh, this, the nightclub was called The Tunnel. And I guess it was kind of, like, infamous. It was in a terminal warehouse. And it got shut down because the guy who owned it was accused of, like, drug trafficking. And then him and his wife pled guilty to tax evasion and were deported to Canada. What? Oh my god. Do you know what? It also, like, in the unpopular culture bit of the Wikipedia, it really sounds like something that would have been made up in that SNL recurring <laughs> sketch with Bill Hader. Do you know? Uh, St- Stefan? Is that the character? Yeah, Stefan. <laughs> Especially because it's called Tunnel, right? Like, Tunnel. He was, okay, you know the film The Iron Giant? Like, the animated one? He voiced The Iron Giant, apparently. He has lived a life. It was like his fifth role. That's impressive. That's insane. This club was the one that Patrick Bateman goes to in American Psycho. (laughs) Wait, actually? Yeah. In the book, the club is frequented by Patrick Bateman and his associates. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? The whole... I'm... I'm not exaggerating when I say the whole popular culture section of the Wikipedia for it is like quite long. It's... (laughs) And they're all kind of wild. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Can I tell you what I want to do for the third one? Yes. Picture the scene. Cast, right? Obviously, Daniel Craig, Benoit Blanc. And then the rest of the cast, Muppets. All Muppets. (laughs) I want this to happen so bad. And I want there to be a musical number. Several? Come on. Just one? (laughs) This is a Muppets film. There's going to be several. I don't know. I want it to be... <laughs> taste A tasteful amount. Don't get me wrong. It's not like every single second. But like... Is there a tasteful four. amount? Yeah. Have you... Like, my favourite Muppets film is Christmas Carol. And I feel like that's got like a good balance. Yeah. Of musical numbers. And... Um... Isn't that the one they just edited on Disney Plus to like take something out? Or Did like they? put something back in? Or... Hang on. I don't know. I have been to find out. Version. Also, it's insane to me that that's Michael Caine. Like, every time I watch it, I'm like, Michael Caine? (laughs) (laughs) Like, he doesn't look like himself. I don't know what it is. I'm just used to seeing him as a very old man. Yeah, I feel like if I picture him in my head, he's just extremely old. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Christmas Carol. What did they edit? But they they added back in a song that had been cut. Yes, I remember seeing people talk about that. You know, the the long one. Um, when love is gone, yeah. When love is gone, yeah. When love is gone. Oh. Well, yeah. I have the DVD, so I guess. Yeah, but I think they cut it out. Apparently. Huh. Do you know? I I need to relook at it. But when I watched it on my Michael DVD the other day, I was like, I it got to the end, and I was like, I don't know if that song happened or not. I wasn't paying attention because I was wrapping presents, but like, I don't know if my DVD has that or not. That's so apparently that they cut stuff out. I'll have to it watch hasn't it and appeared. report it. It hasn't appeared in the film since its VHS days because Disney lost the I think video I have the master VHS. for ages. Yeah, I used to have the VHS as well, but then 
obviously because we don't use a VHS player. For Christmas one year, I asked <sighs> for the DVD. Oh my god, I need to rewatch that then. I like double check because I don't remember hearing it until the credit because it's a credit song, and I was like, yeah. So oh, they added in the, a newer version, like a what, a, like a cover of it to the credits. Yeah, they lost the master, I guess, but now they've found it and put it back <laughs> they in. Lost it. That's yeah, insane. Apparently. I didn't lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch my VHS one. Um, yeah, and the DVD one. <laughs> I didn't watch it this year, so. I did. I watched it on Christmas Eve. Oh. Stream it on Disney Plus. I don't have Disney Plus. Really. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Neither do I. But I'm saying, if you don't want to dig out a VHS, that is where well, the. Well, but I want to see if it's on it. <laughs> How else would I fast forward through the the warnings? <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> and then watch it in like double speed as I rewind it all back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, for some reason, I only have memories of watching Christmas Carol rewinding at rapid speed. <laughs> you like, just remember the film backwards. Yeah, literally. Like, I just remember watching it, like, because you could watch it, like, go backwards. But yeah. <laughs> it just becomes a very dark tale. movies worked. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw someone online say that they would make one with the cast of Community and Benoit Blanc. Oh, interesting. For a moment, I was like, I thought you meant the Muppets in Community, which would also work. That would be good. They did have that puppet episode. The puppet episode. (laughs) I can't believe they're finally getting a film. I know. Yeah. What was it? Seven? um, Six seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie, yeah. I love Alison Brie. (laughs) Like, really love her, so... (laughs) This is fun for me. Sophie, did you say what you would do for the third one? Um, no. I was trying to think about it earlier. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of brainstorming. And I, like, other than the fact that I thought it would have to be in America, um, mm-hmm. like, I had that thought and then I was like, oh, what if it was in, like, Antarctica and it was, like, the thing? <laughs> <laughs> that could be cool. <laughs> That would be pretty cool. I feel like everything has to have, like, an Antarctica episode. <laughs> yeah. Mine was kind of similar. I was I was imagining it happening in, like, a ski chalet or something. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe like it's Alaska. all, like, cozy in the cabin. Yeah. Or like, California, maybe. Because then you can still have, like, rich people being assholes. Yeah. Um, but you have, like... And it's kind of... I guess you can kind of get similar vibes to the first one where it's, like... A locked room kind of that could also work with antarctica <laughs> i feel like it's less extreme though in antarctica yeah it could be scientists <laughs> well it could be scientists yeah. but also like did you see that mr beast went to antarctica the other day <laughs> you know i did know he Rosie, he took a bunch of minecraft youtubers to antarctica <laughs> ones i would know Ones I'd ask Helena about on a monthly basis. <laughs> yeah, like Dream. <laughs> Did he go? Yeah. In my head, he's about 15, which I know isn't true. That's in Max's he's head, our too. Age. I think he's, like, yeah, he's slightly older age. than us. He's, like, yeah, a year older than us. See, yeah. me and Max understand. <laughs> we get it. Um, but rich people go to Antarctica. It could be, like, a they all get trapped together sort of situation. I want them to do one for every season now. Like, now you've said it. A winter one would mm. be fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. And a spring one, I guess. Where would the spring one be? <laughs> or like, what setting? <laughs> it's In just Easter a church. Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> they all get trapped. And they, 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 wait, wait, they do the whole like, Jesus being resurrected, but like the person who died gets <laughs> I guess that happened in this one, but... Yeah. <laughs> what if it's just a really high-stakes Easter egg hunt? <laughs> that could be the Muppets one, though. <laughs> yeah. I the think it would one. be cool if they had one that was, like, set in a university. Or what was, like, college A bit kids? the secret history vibes, you know? Yeah. Like an old, old university. Are there any old universities in, in America? Yeah, I America like has old universities. Harvard. Not yeah. as old as ours, but... A few of them. Because Harvard's like a, a law school, right? That's um, stupid. You can they anything. have a law school. Yeah, when, you, you know, in like Legally Blonde, where yeah. she's like <laughs> going to Harvard Law, that's like for her master's degree, oh, for her okay. postgrad. grad. I'm trying to think where she went before. 1636? It was founded. Uh, it was built. Harvard University. Harvard really? College, sorry. Yeah. Founded in 1636. That's and named insane. for its first benefactor, John Harvard. It is the wow. oldest institution of higher learning in the United States and one of the most prestigious and highly ranked universities in the world. Didn't did the first one take place in New England or was it like New York? Uh, I think it was New England. Okay, so that that would be a second New England one. Listen, the dark ac- academia vibes are there. That's true. Yeah, something about Massachusetts. <laughs> I also just. <laughs> I just say I also just had the thought I really want one to happen in Miami or like Florida. <laughs> the first one is Massachusetts. I just looked it up. There you go. There's just something yeah. about it. <laughs> Evil things happen there. Yeah. <laughs> Horrendous vibes, but like pretty. <laughs> That's why Stephen King's so prolific. He was gaining energy from Maine. <laughs> it's true. I can't believe you never took me to his house. <laughs> well, you'll have to come back because my mom lives literally like a street down from his house now. No way. Does she walk past it for fun? I, I don't think so. She drives <laughs> she just by circles it his house. <laughs> <laughs> he moved out though, right? It's now like a retreat. Yeah, he. Yeah, because he was from Portland originally, so I think maybe he lives there too. So sad. I can't believe she lives like a street away now. Yeah, it's a pretty cool. I I think the coolest part about his house is the gates. Yeah, um, the spiders. Yeah, doesn't your mom like know his daughter or something? Yeah, I think she went to high school or middle school with his daughter or niece or someone because she's been she's been to his house with that person. <laughs> um, Was it spooky? I I'll have to ask her. I don't know. I think she said she saw him too and she said hi. He's kind of spooky. Yeah, he's kind of horrifying looking. <laughs> I mean, I know he's old. How old is he? Oh, he's 75. Wow. Oh, God. That's not a good image. <laughs> he's always making this face where he's like squinting and his mouth is really small. Oh, okay. His son looks exactly like him. The other one that's a writer, Joe. Really? Yeah. He's 50. My guy's written so many books. Movies. Holy cow. It just keeps going. <laughs> I've never heard of right? the lawnmower man. Oh my god, he got hit by a car in Maine. Damn. When? <laughs> uh, ni- June 19th, 1999, about 4.30pm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the exact details? 
there like a viral like story about a guy who like hit him with his car but like it wasn't a bad accident so that might have been a different one he was like a kid and he met him at a supermarket and then years later he almost ran him over <laughs> maybe that's not him hang on I'm, I'm reading through this like car accident thing okay at the time, they claim the reports claimed King was hit from behind, and some some witnesses said the driver was not speeding, reckless, or drinking. However, the guy was later arrested and charged with drinking, to, sorry, driving to endanger and aggravated assault. He pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of driving to endanger and was sentenced to six months in com- county jail, and had his license suspended for a year. That doesn't sound like long enough, <laughs> um, in my personal opinion. Sorry, the guy who hit him died when he was 43. Oh. Yeah, that that is not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> he saw his friend get killed by a train when he was a child. Oh my god. That explains a lot, to be honest. But he doesn't remember it. Oh. That's so sad. That explains even more. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he doesn't remember it. <laughs> like, that is living in his brain. And yeah. Making bad things. Reminds me of, sorry, every time anyone talks about, like, trauma-repressing memories, it reminds me of that stupid storyline in that BBC Sherlock, where <laughs> Sherlock... Oh, the dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dog. Oh my god. And his sister, I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> it is ingrained in my brain, unfortunately. When did that come out? Because it feels like so long ago. It must have been, like, ten years ago, right? But wasn't that um, one of the more the recent first season? Like, came seasons? out in 2012, I think. Hang on. I think you're right. It was 2010. Oh my god. To 2017. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because Benedict Cumberbatch is like a baby in the pilot. That feels massively wrong that it went on for seven years. I feel like 2017, well, I should remember. Did one episode <laughs> a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, barely. It's also really funny because, like, I remember, like, people being like, we've been waiting years for this. And I'm like, you've been waiting, like, two years and you've been getting content every year. Like, chill out, guys. You're acting like you've, like, gone decades without getting content. (laughs) (laughs) It felt like decades. Yeah. Things you wait, like, three years between, like, most film releases, I feel like, in, like, a series. It was a pretty good turnaround. Yeah, now I'm looking at it, it really doesn't seem that extreme. <laughs> I think we were all just like 13, so it was like, it felt like a long time. Yeah, it felt like forever. <laughs> True. I guess we were like 10 when it started and 17 when it finished, so. God, formative years. <laughs> <laughs> the people we might be if that hadn't, like, come out. And... There were oh only God. three episodes per season? I did not yeah. remember. They were like an hour and a they half. Were long. Like, yeah, right. They, they were, were like long. film length. Wow, so there's only 12 episodes. That's crazy. I think that was also part of the problem. <laughs> the one I liked the most was the Christmas special, <laughs> where they like do like um imagine if he was like like from the time period like that the original was from. It was like Victorian era, right? Yeah. And I remember watching it and thinking like, damn, they should have done the whole show in this period. It's yeah. way better. Like Benedict Cumberbatch was so much better as Holmes in like old timey. So was like Martin Freeman. I was like, damn, they really like missed the like thing here. <laughs> they really fum- they fumbled the bag. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> the storylines in those were actually ridiculous. 
Yeah, after the first season, it just kind of went so weird. Okay. What were we doing? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about Glass Onion, you know. The 2022 film starring Daniel Craig. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Hey, we got back to detective stories, at least. (laughs) Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. We're playing Wordle with this film. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good analogy. (laughs) It feels like years ago that we were talking about Vin Diesel. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Fast and the Furious. No, now it's going to take us ages to get back to Glass Onion because you have to move one step at a time. <laughs> or you can just jump. We we solved it. We're we're on like detectives, British detectives show felt like content. Like, what more do we need? <laughs> Very true. But what what is left? Oh, we were talking about settings. What about yeah. Springtime University? That's not very spooky though. It doesn't it's have not to be like... spooky. It's crime. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I would like... I would argue Glass Onion wasn't very spooky. Yeah, it wasn't the vibes. It was, vibes. Just it was summer vibes. But like old okay. New England universities, on is that not like summery? Is that not full vibes though? Yeah, that's why I said it. Like, I feel like that if we were doing it in be spring, a winter one, mm. with all the snow in Alaska, yeah, so. getting like snowed in. I really want yeah. a proper locked room one. Yeah, yeah, we're like they're on like a mountain. It's really cut off, like they lose power for a while, so they're like using the fire and maybe some evidence gets burned. Someone like throws it in the fire because they've got a fire going to keep them warm and then someone's like subtly mm. throws it on there and they're like, oh my God, where's this thing gone? And they're like, oh, it's burning, no. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think they definitely would be skiers or some of them would be skiers. <laughs> yeah. Imagining Benoit Blanc snowboarding. <laughs> I thought you were going to say skiing. Snowboarding no. is so funny. <laughs> He's just really good at it, inexplicably. <laughs> He's just, like, hanging ten, like, yeah. pulling the most sick, like... He's doing all the half-pipe, like, all the sick, like, things. And, like, doesn't question... No one questions it. They're like, yeah, of course. It's the I would love if detective. they revealed that he was so good at it because, like, during the pandemic, he like fixated on olympics reruns or something like he wants so much sean white that he just became extremely good at it (laughs) oh my goodness yes well like i can imagine him doing like i don't know what it's called the like the ski jump as well like you know when they just like blast down like the hill and then like they just like fly i can kind of see him doing that as well (laughs) oh ben one (laughs) <laughs> he's so goofy what a good character I know I it's so interesting like I rewatched Knives Out kind of and then Glass Onion like next to each other the day after we like watched it and it was so interesting like the first film he has like he doesn't have that like personality we see in Glass Onion until like halfway through like when you first because like you don't see Benoit Blanc in the film until like 20 minutes in maybe and that's when he's like, because he's like in the background being all mysterious and not saying anything. And like watching it the second time, like after having seen Glass Onion, I was like, this is so funny because I just know that he's like acting like mysterious. And I'm like, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, just being a dramatic goofy little man. Literally. And I was like, oh, this is so good. And when he's like in the car singing, like, is it the falsettos? 
<laughs> when like martyrs with um oh what's her name wait what in which film in knives out yeah <laughs> there's the car chase scene he sings and then like he's like he gets in the car with martin he's like hey let's drive here and she's like oh can we just stop off and she goes and see the the one that's like huge oh this. yes <laughs> um when she's like in there like doing cpr on that woman he's in the car like with his headphones in with on into his like ipod or something <laughs> he's singing along <laughs> to the falsettos it's um it's it's not falsetto that's why i was like it's what a season song was he song, singing yeah it's um oh I, I don't know i don't remember but <laughs> yeah i was like I god what I, is he singing <laughs> i don't remember the scene at all but i believe you <laughs> i had forgotten about it until i rewatched it like christmas eve and i was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> i was like there he is there's my man <laughs> there's my benny there's my goofy little boy <laughs> I wish he was singing something from falsettos. Yeah, I got so confused when you said that too. It's like I think I would have remembered. <laughs> I am this. I am not a musical theatre kid at all. I do not know my musical theatre at all. So you could say anything, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." <laughs> yeah, he's just in the car, like late for dinner, <laughs> <laughs> or just belting, "I'm breaking down," like <laughs> yeah, or just like crying. <laughs> yeah. He's just in the car crying <laughs> while she's like doing CPR. <laughs> just unrelated crying. Oh, she comes out like, "Well, I've had a bad day, but it looks like yours was worse." <laughs> <laughs> Someone just died, but um, are you are, good? Are you okay. <laughs> okay, back to our snowy third film. What do we think it would be called? I think Snowden is too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got to be two words. Yeah, like, it's like the glass, theme. Knives Out, Glass Onion. Is Knives Out like a reference to anything? Or is it just... I was just thinking that because Glass Onion's a song, isn't it? Yeah. I assumed Knives Out was just because of like the knives. <laughs> the knives, knives. yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just had that Understandably so. <laughs> came up. God, that set piece is still so cool. Like, yeah. Oh, it's a Radiohead song. Oh, okay. Oh. So we need to find a song. <laughs> Do like a Nirvana song or something. He said, obviously the movie has nothing to do with the song, but that turn of phrase is always stuck in my head. It just seemed like a great title for a murder mystery. Yeah, and he's right by that. I have not heard that song. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know Glass Onion was like a song until like it started playing in the credits at the end of the film. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is a song. <laughs> I was like, there's a theme, okay. Apparently, the song features lyrics about cannibalism and guitars influenced by the Smiths, which is probably oh, okay. why I haven't heard it. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna look at my like Christmas playlist and see if there's anything that like I feel like you could name it after because I feel like it has to be a little bit Christmassy. Can we name it Joni Mitchell? Please come back to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Our winter playlists are nothing without you. <laughs> Christmas Unicorn by uh, Sue Fan Stevens. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like Christmas Unicorn kind of fits. Yeah. I've gone onto my Spotify and immediately the trending albums for me are Fiona Apple, When the Porn, Phoebe Bridges, Punisher, Ethel Kane's Preacher's Daughter, Mitski, another Phoebe Bridges album, another Mitski <laughs> album, another Mitski album. Oh my God, crazy. What is Spotify, Spotify on? You. 
Spotify said, you good girl. <laughs> I do listen to When the Porn a lot. Oh, Fiona Apple. <laughs> Could be a Mitski song. <laughs> so going back to Christmas Unicorn, I feel like for some reason there's a horse there that's like a prized like horse and someone like tries to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> Like the horse disappears at some point, and they're like, "Where is it gone? It's a horse. Like, like how a real horse? horse in a skiing cabin? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we can make it work. <laughs> it could be like in a snow globe, or like a Christmas. No, I want lawn an actual horse. In I want to lose a whole ass horse. Oh, the horse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe the horse whole is movie. <laughs> it takes place in a snow globe. <laughs> I'm going through random albums trying to, like, find songs named after objects. Scissor has broken clocks, but that feels a bit, like, too on the nose. Yeah. It's good, though. Broken clock. He... Mm, what if it was a Mountain Goat song? <laughs> they are friends. All their titles are... <laughs> unhinged. Well, <laughs> that's not true. Just no children. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> just called no children. Yeah. All of these songs feel too new. <laughs> We're not old enough. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, Plastic Jesus. Yes. I don't know if you've heard that. Um, what's it called? Like TikTok. Someone on TikTok did a cover of it, and like it introduced me to it. I don't think I've heard the original. Oh. I don't. The original is like from the forties or something, but. There's a Tia Blake cover that's really good. That's a bit more country, though. I feel like that would be the spring one. It's in, like, <laughs> really a r- rural area. It's the church one, I mentioned. <laughs> Someone mentioned the church. <laughs> it's Plastic Jesus. It's all come together. Sicilian Crest is a good one from the Mountain Goats. I don't know. I don't think I have a good song that's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I'm looking at David Bowie albums. Oh, amazing. I feel like that could work. Yeah, I feel like that would be the vibe that yeah. Ryan Johnson and would go for. And he has a lot of, like, short song. <laughs> Glass Spider. <laughs> 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 it's perfect. It's the direct sequel. <laughs> yeah. It's just the court of, like, what happens when they just take Miles to court. <laughs> <laughs> I bet we could fully predict the next title of the film if we could see Ryan Johnson's Spotify. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to look for it. I don't think it was going to be public. You might not even use Spotify. Do you know whose was public that like who? caused issues? Um, the guy who played Eddie in Stranger Things. <laughs> he had a full-on like playlist that was like called Eddie or something. And it was made, like, before, like, it must have been while he was getting cast. So everyone was like, Mm. you idiot, you fool. (laughs) Hey, there's actually not that many people called Ryan Johnson on Spotify, so I'll get through it quickly if I do find him. (laughs) What about Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani? (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) It's another summer one. It's based in California called California Girls. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
Snoop Dogg is also in it, like fully just cameos as himself in it. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, <laughs> I didn't know that he directed um, like a bunch of the man goat stuff. Yeah, they're friends. Yeah, I didn't know that. Now I feel <laughs> stupid. <laughs> He's uh, John Darnell is in a new show that he is directing. Oh, really? Yeah. Why don't I hear any of this? I think I follow John on Twitter. Well, I really feel like the next song title could be like one of the songs. <laughs> Maybe it's just Mountain Goat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Why not? <laughs> what song are they playing the credits though from the Mountain Goats? Ooh. An original composition. <laughs> it's just called Mountain Goat by Mount the Mountain Goats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, we mentioned we we would like discuss what cast we think they would have. Like, well, if it's the Muppets, those are already Cast. <laughs> no, I was talking about the, the like the winter one. I would like to see Florence Pugh because I think she ooh. would thrive in this, and also like someone like Jane Fonda maybe. Ooh, I think Florence Pugh would have to be the like a rich bitch. I feel like I'd like to see her do that. Yeah, I feel like she just looks like. <laughs> oh my god! No Yo, wait, Sarah Paulson. <laughs> Sarah Paulson needs to be in this. I'm looking up Sarah Paulson. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I hate okay, I you know both. Her, yeah, I know what she. I need to see like her. Now. Oh yeah, of course. Can we put yes. Vin Diesel in there too? <laughs> yes. Give him a break yes. from being fast and furious. <laughs> Do you know what? So, I think Timothy Chalamet, but specifically as that character he did in the Yeet skirt. <laughs> uh, what is his name? Pete Davidson. Was that on oh. <laughs> Specifically as that character. I was going to say either Timothy Chalamet or Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> they kind of have the same vibes to me. We have them both and they they are changed in, like, they keep switching out interchangeably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, do you know the, like, joke I love when people do? It's from, like, fucking Victorious, like, <laughs> episode where they're, like, they're identical twins. I can't tell them apart. And it's just like Andre and Beck, like two very different people. <laughs> it's the same with like Timothy Chalamet and Finn Wolfhard. They're like, we can't tell our sons apart. They're identical. Yeah. They're like <laughs> different heights, different ages. They should keep swapping them. And then in one scene, it should be Natalia Dyer. The like, what's her name? <laughs> things. Someone's like remembering like, oh yeah, remember when yeah. you were young? And it's like just a completely <laughs> different person. Different. I want every character to remember a different person for them. <laughs> oh, she's she does look more like him than like Finn Wolfhard does, doesn't she? Oh my god! What if the whole film was shot like that? Every character, it was just actors that really look like other actors. So you'd have like Margot Robbie and all her lookalikes. Yeah. Oh my god, and like Kira Knightley and Ashley Portman. Yep. <laughs> I had to convince my mum that those were two different people the other day. <laughs> they do really look alike. They do. I was like showing her pictures like, these aren't helping my case, but I swear, mum, they're different people. 
You could have Leighton Meester and all her lookalikes. Um, I'm trying to think of their names. Uh, she has so many. Oh, uh, Jessica Chastain and Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. Also, Sophie Turner, maybe a little bit. Hmm. Because I thought that was her in um, what's it called? Indie <laughs> Revenge for a moment. I was like. What if the whole film was just all those actresses that look like Margot Robbie? <laughs> That's just the whole cast. <laughs> there must be some men as well who look the same. It's just yeah. like <laughs> you know that screenshot of like the Bachelor cast. Yes, <laughs> it's like all different men that all look the same. You just have them. It's like the men. <laughs> oh. I always think about that video where Britney Spears is in the interview with him and she finds out he's not gay (laughs) (laughs) and her face is like (gasps) and she's like trying to hold it in but you can see like she's just found out (laughs) oh my goodness are we done with the glass onion stuff (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry are we done (laughs) I just I don't know when to turn the thing off this isn't a podcast about glass hunting anymore. No, we we had the power cut in 24 hours and we were like, we don't want to talk about this film. We're done. We went rogue. <laughs> we did. So this this has been our very messy um, review fix of Glass Onion. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. If you've listened to all of this. <laughs> Um, I have a feeling I'm gonna edit like keep most of it in. I think I think we've had some fun conversations. Oh, I thought you were um, gonna say you were gonna heavily edit it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all going out. We're getting the bare minimum. <laughs> Just the parts where we talk about Fast and Furious. Yes. <laughs> Only Vin Diesel. <laughs> Only Stephen King weird like thing. Accident. We could have Minecraft references that Rosie doesn't get. <laughs> have like the Vin Diesel edit I had a dream <laughs> last night um a dream? because we <laughs> well I think because we were talking about Minecraft YouTubers because it was that I went to a movie theater to watch like a Minecraft man on episode <laughs> oh my god yeah I had a I had a I had a dream was it good <laughs> yeah it was great it was great oh my god I've just seen the picture of Stephen King you put in the chat. Yeah, thank you. I also had a dream that um, there was a new Calvin and Hobbes strip. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's do our outro. So, first of all, we want to thank Sylvie for our theme music, which is Fall For Me, from their EP Ouch, which you can... There's always a link to the Spotify album in the description um so if you want that you can go support them uh, you can follow us on social media at flixes pod we have twitter instagram technically a tumblr which is new to this year and tiktok which has not been updated all we have done is repost that ice skating video <laughs> have we actually um, yeah we <laughs> posted it when we released the episode and i like haven't got around to posting any other videos yet um I might try and like post like some clips from this though because I feel like it might do well. Who knows? 
um maybe consider leaving us a review on apple podcasts or on spotify we will i'm gonna leave like the question thing open um on like episodes now so people can like write stuff on spotify without having to go to apple Podcasts. because why would you want to go to apple Podcasts? i will say <laughs> in my notes it says the january film but we haven't decided on that yet, oh we so. didn't decide one because everything you suggested i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> well i suggested the adam sandler film called murder mystery and you were like no <laughs> so <laughs> i actually forgot we had to do another one <laughs> for this month <laughs> I might just watch Murder Mystery on my own. <laughs> on your own? Yeah. You can give us your feedback. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure this is where people usually come for their film recommendations. Wait, but... you guys, they're making a sequel to it for in February. Wait, a sequel to Murder Mystery? Yeah. <laughs> can we please? <laughs> please. Okay, but then do we have to do the second one in February? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that becomes a themed two months. Themed year, theme year. No! <laughs> we only watch Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, you can watch Hubie Halloween again. Oh my god, no. You will not be invited back, so I've kind of it. done like a, a, a death blart thing for myself where I have to watch <laughs> Hubie Halloween every year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. It was a lot longer than I remembered it being. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I think I would prefer Hubie Halloween over Paul Part More Cop Two, but yeah. apparently the sequel to Murder Mystery is loosely based on Murder on the Orient Express. Hell yeah, awesome. <laughs> the looser the better. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, depending on if I can wear Rosie down, we'll be watching <laughs> Murder Mystery next month. <laughs> Oh, it has such bad reviews. That's the point of this podcast, Rosie. You have to fix what it, What else Rosie? are we doing? We're here to fix it. We're not here to enjoy it. <laughs> Sometimes I regret everything. It's You've been resting on laurels since we watched that Lindsay Lohan film. <laughs> oh my god. As if that was... Like, okay. Forgive me. It was a me. fun time. For wanting a bit of joy at Christmas. <laughs> oh. oh my god, they won People's Choice Awards for this. All of the Google reviews are saying that they love it. What, murder mystery? Yeah, you can't trust people that use Google reviews, I'm sorry. But... <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but I, it's funny that all of them are like, this movie's amazing, they're so good in this movie. That was Adam himself yeah. doing that. <laughs> Just him just and his mom and all their different, like, Google accounts. <laughs> I'm looking it up on Letterboxd. It has a 2.7. Oof. That's respectable for the films we've watched. Yeah, it really is. Wait, <laughs> Sophie, do you want to guess our lowest one? Your lowest rated movie? Yeah. Like, seen, which one yeah. was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I you guys talked about this on an episode that I listened to. <laughs> Do you want to guess what the rating was? Out of five? Yeah. Mm, 1.8. Close. It was lower. (laughs) (laughs) 0.8. It was 1.4. 1.4. Which movie was that? that. 
It was Tall Girl, tall girl too, and right? Tall Girl 2. Both of them are now 1.4. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Those are I, bad films. Yeah. I was glad to listen to that episode because it meant I never have to watch Tall Girl 2. <laughs> glad to be of service. <laughs> too tall, too girl. <laughs> yeah, too tall. Too That's girl. the official title. We, we all agreed. <laughs> Do you know what has surprisingly high reviews for how much I hated it? Look Both Ways has a 3. People like timey wimey films, Rosie. I've just but I've told for you this. context, Glass Onion only has a three point seven. Wow, really? Yeah, people. The most uh, people rated it four stars. I feel like there's probably more reviews for Glass Onion than there is for Look Both Ways. I feel like we were the few people that actually watched Look Both Ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it re- it doesn't have that many, but. <laughs> still 1.3k people voted it five stars do you know what has the widest range of um ratings i think anyway is the package (laughs) that one sounded great (laughs) i'm not gonna lie (laughs) did you listen to my most favorite episode that we recorded i have not watched it but i have been meaning to (laughs) oh the princess switch is pretty spread out as well the princess switch is camp i think <laughs> like vanessa hudgens's terrible british accent is so good <laughs> oh vanessa hudgens <laughs> she has had some Love iconic that. moments in her life she has i think she's escaped netflix as well now i think she's done her deals oh good for her whenever i think of her i always think of that fan that met her and zach efron in like a <laughs> adult shop <laughs> <laughs> and took pictures with oh them God. and she looks so smug and he looks distressed <laughs> oh my god wait did you do the outro almost was- <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there slowly but surely i was gonna say thank you very much sophie for being on our podcast two days in a row <laughs> um do you want to plug anything um like online stuff um i you don't have to i don't really have anything i guess thanks for thanks for letting me be on your podcast you've been a joy this has been so much fun <laughs> you're welcome back anytime thank yes. you maybe, maybe if rosie for, doesn't um... want to watch a film <laughs> yeah <laughs> um no <laughs> in place of me <laughs> you're kicked out rosie you've come over here you've taken my job (laughs) maybe when they come out with the next Knives Out mystery yeah it's wait there's one is it like a TV series coming out with Natasha Lyonne Uh, it's a Peacock one yeah I can't remember what it's called yeah that's the one that John Darnell is in oh okay I did know about it I just didn't know he was in it I think he did the music too. Oh, it's called Poker Face. Poker Face, oh. yeah. The, Continuing um, his theme of using songs oh, yeah. as names. <laughs> Do you think it's <laughs> that that was the the inspiration? Poker Face. Yeah, I fully well, think he was like listening to a bit Gaga and was like, <laughs> "This will be a great name for my show that I'm writing." Yeah, because the premise is Charlie, who has an extraordinary ability to determine when someone is lying. 
hits the road with her Plymouth Barracuda and with every stop encounters a new cast of characters and strange crimes she can't help but solve. I did not get that from the trailer. <laughs> no, neither did I. I love that though. We'll have to watch it. Yeah. We we should do it. That could be our first TV series. <laughs> our non-Netflix, first non-Netflix TV series. <laughs> I don't even know. It doesn't actually have a UK release date yet, so... Might yeah. just be Sophie it'll, it'll on It'll be your 2027 own. before I'll we get stream to see it that on legally. Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's also a former casino worker. Of course she is. It's called Poker Face. <laughs> <laughs> they are absolutely going to play Lady Gaga in that. Like, it's got to be. I hope it's, there's no mountain. The theme is too strong. <laughs> cover. <laughs> <laughs> the theme is too strong for it to not be. Oh, they do have notable guests. Sorry. Well, obviously Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but also Jamila Jamil, uh, Chloe Sevigny, Clea Duvall, Charles Melton from Riverdale, <laughs> Adrian Brody, that guy from the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> the boy? <Adrian> Gallagher? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, the other one? Number two. What is his name? Oh, um, David... Um, what's his, what's his name in the show, though? Oh, Diego. Yeah. Oh, him. him. Uh, the guy who played um, the the dad in Wednesday. I do not know his name. Oh, but um, Gomez. Luis Guzman. Yeah, Luis Guzman. <laughs> I did not see the Wednesday, but I knew he was him. <laughs> okay, uh, John wrote songs for... His, the episode he's in. Oh, just the one he's in. Yeah, he's only in one and it stars uh, Chloe Seven, seven year? How Seven, seven year? year? How do you say yeah. her last name? I say it's Seven Year, but I don't know if that's the right way. So do I, but now I'm like not sure. Like, well, seeing I had it a math out, teacher with the same, with whose last name was Seven Year, but it was spelled differently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, in in my head, if I hadn't just seen it written down like that, I would have been confident. But now I'm like, ugh. Sevilla. It stars her as a heavy metal singer. Wow. I only just found out recently that she's not a lesbian. <laughs> this is a sad day. Yeah, it really was. That's you. That's your, that's your Britney Spears finding out that Ryan Seacrest isn't gay moment. But you know what? <laughs> I had this moment again earlier with Jane Fonda. I was convinced. I don't know why. I'm doing... It's the only one person in this world can tell you who you are. <laughs> me. No, me. Sue <laughs> Sylvester moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. We've been going for, like, another hour and a half. I'm so oh sorry. Oh, my God. If this episode is late, you know why. <laughs> we have, like, four, Seven four hours, hours worth. It's already late. <laughs> We said December. <laughs> no, we didn't. We well, originally said the movie December. only came out. Yeah, the movie at came the out end. on the twenty third. We were like, the goal is the December. Realistically, it will be January. Okay, but uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, go follow us on social media. Leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. And yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Bye. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>